Hey guys, what's up? This is Tesla. I am here recording the Hashtag Limitless podcast. I am so excited that you guys are here today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I looked at my RSS feed and it looks like we've got people listening from all over the world now. I thought it would just be my small town in Indiana, but I'm so excited that this is reaching more than just the people in my town. So thank you, every single person that's listening to this, and I want you to know that I'm always praying for you. So today I want to talk about lessons that we learn from our prayers. So whenever I started really focusing on praying, obviously as a kid I would pray, but it was a lot of, you know, silly six-year-old stuff. Um, But as an adult, my prayers are a little different. They're a lot more mature, I'll tell you that. Um, And they're normally for other people and not for myself. So some of the things I have prayed about for myself have really made me question whether or not they're being answered. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you're praying for other people, you may not know exactly if things are happening for them. But when you're praying for yourself, you notice, hey, listen, like, I asked God for some help on this, and I don't know if maybe he didn't get my uh, prayer or what's going on because it's not happening. Well, I've learned that a lot of prayers um, come back to you in the form of a lesson. So here's some of the crazy lessons I've had to go through to be able to get my prayers answered. So one of the first things that I really started praying about in the very beginning of this year was I was praying that God would lead me in the right direction. I wasn't sure if where I was at was where I was supposed to be. Um, And I wasn't sure if that's necessarily where I wanted to be at long term. So I gave it to God. I prayed for him to lead me and to guide me to where I needed to be. And he sent me a crazy, like, unbelievably rough couple of months. At first, I was like, listen, like, I asked you for help, and I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe you have a lot of other things to deal with. Maybe it's really not high priority. Um, But I really, really, really need your help on this. And he essentially sat me down and was like, you have to learn how to listen. He literally had to send me several signs, which I should have, if I would have been listening and paying attention, I would have noticed them from the very beginning, but I didn't. And this is what I mean by that. I had asked God to let me know if I was doing the right thing, if I was in the right position. I knew that I needed to find my purpose. I knew that I needed to, in order to become who I really need to be, in order to become limitless, I needed God to tell me if I was in the right place at the right time, if I was doing what I needed to do. And I wasn't. And that was a hard pill to swallow. So in, I think it was the very end of February, very beginning of March, um, my job was very stressful. I was a general manager and marketer for a company, and I would work all the time. Generally, by the time I left my house and got back home, there was at least 12 hours in between. And at the same time, my husband and I are on different shifts, and I'm trying to raise a two and a five-year-old. So... I was really struggling with my work-life balance. 
I felt like I wasn't doing a good, a good enough job at work. I felt like I wasn't doing a good enough job at home. My patience was almost non-existent and I felt like I was drowning on the inside. My mom kept telling me, listen, Tesla, like you probably need to take a step back. And I, I took that as she thought I couldn't do it. When in reality, she knew I was fully capable, but I had like five full-time jobs put on myself between my actual job, being a full-time wife and mom, being a business owner on the side, and then trying to just take time for myself. I was really going through so much that I could not even, I couldn't, couldn't even make it through. It was just, things weren't even going in one ear and out the other. They were just bouncing off the side of my head. I couldn't, I couldn't like actually accept anything. I was just going through the moves. So I started having some health issues in the end of February, beginning of March. I've been in my position for four or five months at this point, but it was really starting to hit me that I was struggling with being able to take care of myself and my family and my position. And I have been praying to God, listen, like, let me know what I need to do. And I ended up having three ER visits in the month of March because my blood pressure was in stroke range. That wasn't a big enough burning bush for me to realize that I needed to take a step back. Next thing that happened was we started having some personal issues within our family that were affecting, um, you know, the ability for my kids to be watched while I was at work. That was very stressful. And then the icing on the cake was my dad had a stroke. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I remember like getting so frustrated that I was just crying in my office. I shut my door and feeling like I'm failing at my job, feeling like I'm failing as a daughter. I'm failing as a wife. I'm failing as a mom. And I knew that all of those feelings I was having were just because I wasn't listening. I wasn't failing at being a wife or a mom. I wasn't failing at being a daughter. And I wasn't failing at my job, but I had to find a way to prioritize those things. And God pretty much sat me down and was like, Tesla, you're not listening. So I had to, I had to teach you more lessons. I need you to leave your job. I need you to prioritize. If you want to grow as a person and you want to be able to move on and level up in your own life and become limitless, what you have to do is anything that is bringing you all of this anxiety and fear right now, you have to, you have to let it go. So I ended up leaving my position, which I really thought when I took it that this was going to be the, my career. I thought that I had made it. And it was all to teach me a lesson. Everything that we do in life, no matter how crazy it seems or how small it is, everything that we do is designed to teach us a lesson. I had prayed for growth and I got it. It wasn't exactly how I wanted to get it, but I learned a lot through it. I learned that God will never bring me to something if he's not going to help me through it. Anything that I go through was designed for me to grow through. 
the storms that seemed like they just kept hitting me back to back to back to back. I felt like I was going one step forward, two steps backward. I was day to day trying to keep my head above water. It was a lesson. And if I would have sat back and listened, I probably wouldn't have had to go through everything that I did. But at the same time, I wouldn't change it. Because everything that I went through made me stronger. That was also one of the things I prayed for. So maybe that was just my double whammy. I had prayed for growth. I had paid for God. I had prayed for him to tell me if I was in the right place. I had prayed to learn my purpose. I had prayed for patience. I had, I had prayed for so many things. And I got all of my prayers answered in the form of a really crazy couple of months. Absolutely hectic time. As soon as I left my position and stayed home with my kids, I learned a lot about patience. I started praying for God to bring me closer to him. I started praying to be able to come closer and to be able to be a better Christian. It's something that I had been wanting to work on, but with a lot of other things in my life, I didn't have time for it. I placed my faith on a back burner and I forgot about it. It wasn't until my husband's job changed his shift for us to be on the same shift, essentially. He was actually home for dinner. For those of you that don't know me, my husband has been on second shift since we met. So we have never really been home at the same time, except for sleeping. We've essentially been raising our kids separately as like married single people. It was crazy, but we had to make it work. Now that he's on day shift and we're able to actually see each other, the prayers that I have, I have asked God to strengthen my marriage, they've been answered. I've asked for God to help us become closer to him as a couple. We're now able to take classes together once a week through the Catholic Church. And I'm really excited for this week. This week is Bible study. We're actually digging into the Bible and going over some things. And that's exciting for me to be able to do with him. Um, A lot of lessons have happened over the past year that I thought were, I thought my prayers were going unanswered. But what really was happening was God was sending me lessons to learn to be able to get the things that I had prayed for. And I feel like I'm not the only person that's gone through this. I know I can't be the only person that's prayed for courage, and then I've been sent dangers. I can't be the only person that's prayed for wisdom, and then I've been sent difficulties to learn and become wise. I can't be the only person that's prayed for love, and then I've been sent troubled people in my life to help. I can't be the only person that's asked for these things, thought they were going unanswered, only to find out that I just wasn't listening. I didn't have my heart open. I didn't have my ears open for sure. It took a long time. And now that I've realized how praying works and how prayers are answered in these crazy ways, I feel at peace with it. I prayed for growth and I got it. 
it was hard. Growth is uncomfortable. If you pray for growth, I'm just going to tell you right now, buckle up because it's going to be a rough ride because in order to grow, you have to let go of bad habits. You have to let go of toxic people. You have to face yourself and understand that you have toxic tendencies. You have to sit down with yourself and ask hard questions. You have to figure things out that you would not want to have to talk about in therapy. I prayed for growth. And I don't even know when I'm going to stop learning the lesson. I don't think I ever will. I think I'm going to keep learning bits and pieces about myself through this. One of the biggest things that has happened for me as I've been praying for growth is I had to quit drinking. I had to become sober. And that wasn't easy because it took a lot to admit to myself that I was an alcoholic. And I mean, for those of you that don't know me, I you probably wouldn't have guessed this about me. But in order for me to do a lot of things, I thought that I had to drink. I thought, oh, going to a social event, what am I going to order? Oh, we have friends coming over. I better run to the liquor store and make sure I have plenty. Being home with my kids in the evenings. Oh, being a mom stressful. I better make sure I always have a glass of wine in my hand. <clears throat> that was something that until I, until I really decided that growth is something I wanted, becoming closer to God was something I needed, becoming sober was also something I had to do. And God let me know very quickly. And this time I listened. This time I was not going to fight with him on it. I was not going to argue that he wasn't answering my prayers. I said, God, I need this. I need to become closer to you. I need for my marriage to stay strong. I need to be a better wife and mom. And I need to grow as a person and find my purpose. And he sent me a sign. Clear as day that I needed to stop drinking right then and there. He sent me so many people in my life that were sober and had gone through things that they could teach me about. Because being an alcoholic doesn't mean that you are always the same homeless person most of the time. When people think of an alcoholic, they're like, oh, well, you have a nice house and you're not drunk all the time. Well, it, being drunk all the time no, I wasn't. You're right about that. But when I was drinking, I was hiding it. I would hide how many drinks I had before my husband got home at the bottom of the trash can. One serving of wine was an entire bottle. I wasn't the picture of alcoholism. Because the picture that we paint in our minds is someone who can't go a minute without drinking. Sometimes it's someone who can't stop drinking in a single session. If you've ever filled out the questionnaire in your doctor's office, it'll ask you how many drinks you have per week. I was having more drinks in a night than you were supposed to in a week to classify as an alcoholic. I would come home and by the time I made it to the top of the stairs. 
I was going straight for the fridge to grab a white claw. Or truly. Or make a margarita. Or something because my life was so stressful that I thought I had to drink. Not to get through it, but to escape it. And when I had finally listened to God and he said, I need you to stay home. I need you to stay home, raise your kids. I need you to take care of your household. I need you to be better and to do better. And to do that, you need to be sober. I am 58 days alcohol free. And I am finally ready to talk about it. I'm finally ready to talk about the fact that I had prayed for growth and what I was given was an ultimatum. Stop drinking or your prayer isn't getting answered. I stopped drinking and a lot of the anxiety that I had had that I thought alcohol was helping started to dissipate. I started having a lot less anxiety. I thought I couldn't sleep without alcohol. Turns out I couldn't sleep with it. It was affecting my deep sleep so much so that we found out that was the cause of my high blood pressure. I thought that drinking helped me to calm down and be more patient with my kids in the evening. Turns out, drinking helped me ignore them. I thought that drinking helped me in a lot of ways that it actually hindered me. And I'm at a point where I can admit that. I'm at a point now where I can have those hard conversations with myself that you have to have when you are trying to grow. If you want to grow through what you go through, God's going to send you a lesson about it. And it's not going to be easy. Being sober is not easy. But it's worth it. And it was one more step that I had to take to become limitless. Limitless.